I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Justin where we're going to be talking about how to grow your business and blog using Pinterest marketing. Hey Justin, how are you? I'm great, how are you? I am wonderful. I'm super excited about our topic today, but before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, so I'm Justin. I am a full-time business owner and more importantly, full-time traveler and digital nomad. I have lived an offbeat life for about six years now, but two years into that, finally learned how people do this whole digital nomad thing and was able to start making an income that was able to support my real first love, which was my continuing travels. So I have run a travel blog turned Pinterest marketing agency for like almost five years now, uh, helping me to travel the world, chase my dreams and go wherever my heart desires. Love it. And Obviously, one of those things that has helped you grow your business and your blog is by using Pinterest and you have a course, you're a Pinterest marketer, you help other people do this as well. Now, can you walk us through that? Because there's still a lot of like confusion about why people actually need Pinterest, right? And how it actually helps you grow your traffic and your business when you start doing it. Yeah, of course. That's a great question. So when we're first starting out with our blogs, websites, businesses, you know, we create our little space on the internet. And then of course, our goal is to get people onto that space on the internet. Well, if you're first starting out and you don't have a lot of Instagram followers, or most of your Instagram followers are your friends and family, they're not really going to be your target audience, the people you want to really serve with your um, blog and website. So you need to find basically strangers that you can then turn into a community. And I don't know how long many of you have been trying to grow on Instagram or Facebook, but that can take a really long time. It can be really testing when you haven't reached that 10K yet. So you can't do a swipe up. You can't get people directly onto your website. Well, Pinterest comes in as an entirely different platform for that. Everything links out directly to your website. It's so easy to give people that call to action. And it's so easy to reach strangers, like people who've never heard of you, people who don't necessarily follow you, because it's such um, a giving community. There's no real concern with how many people you're following or how many followers you have. What we really care about is the numbers behind the scenes. What people on Pinterest really want to see is like, link clicks and impressions, and that can be helped, not hindered by actually sharing other people's content. So when you create viral or click-worthy content and put it onto a platform like Pinterest, you're way more likely to get it to spread. You're way more likely to have 
people who might not actually know you share or go to your blog and read your content. So I find it as one of the best platforms, which I refer to as just finding your community of strangers on the internet that you're then going to bring in through your website, your blog, you're going to teach them something, you're going to make them fall in love with you. But the idea is when they started, you you were complete strangers and they'd never heard of you and they hadn't followed you on Instagram. They haven't put their name on an email list. They don't know who you are. And now here they are on this, on this platform, looking at a pretty picture of you in a pretty place in the world and they want to learn more. So they go straight to your website to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really just another way for it's like a researching tool, right? It's kind of like Google. But for the most part, people look at images instead of uh, blog posts initially, and then they go through it and find your blog and your content. Well, for people who are not familiar with this, or maybe they've gone through Pinterest and they're still confused, what are some of the things that will really get them to the next level as a beginner? What are some of the steps that you would think that they should get started with? Yeah, so with beginners, I always tell them to start out really focused on the pin designs. So that's what, when you were saying that on Pinterest, you're looking at images, it's completely right. They're referred to as pins and you want to put a little bit of effort into the pins you're putting on Pinterest. So you never really want to upload something to Pinterest that doesn't have your title of your blog post, your branding, your website, all of that needs to be somewhere on this pretty image. So I always tell bloggers when they're first starting out to really focus on finding a pin design or several pin designs that speak to them, that speak to their brand, and that are going to give clear answers to their audience. So when you're first starting out, even if you've just published your first blog piece and you're wondering how you can put it on Pinterest without coming across as spammy or if you've already added it and it kind of flopped, I always recommend creating more and more pins. So I recommend five to seven for one piece of blog content. Then you've got like five different options, use different titles, use different images, really try to capture different people's personality and pull on different people's interests. So they're coming to ask a question. Each of those pins should answer the question, but in a different and unique way. And that usually works because your blog post is going to cover multiple points. You know, if you've got a blog post that's like 10 things to do in this place, then your pin title can highlight images and um, captions that can tie into different things. So it's easier to have more content on Pinterest, even just from one blog. So when you're starting out, always focus on creating those five to seven pins for every blog post you create, but really focus on making sure those pins are creative, they're unique, they need to be unique to your business, and they have all of your branding elements. So if you've got a logo, put it on there. If you've just got your website, make sure it's actually listed the full website on there. If there's a call to action, make sure it's put on there. Use that very valuable space to teach and connect and share with your audience. Yes. And recently, there's a lot of changes with any platform, right? Whether it's Google, Pinterest, social media. And I've been seeing a lot of changes with Pinterest recently where the regular pins are not actually being seen as much. And now they have this new um, strategy where Pinterest is actually trying to keep people into the platform instead of like rerouting it to, to your blog. What do you think of that, Justin? Because now 
it's kind of changed. The platform has changed, right? Their strategy has changed. And for somebody who's going into this and now everything is kind of like upside down, I don't know if they're going to keep that. Maybe they'll change it. Mm-hmm. How can you embrace this instead of feeling like, down in the dumps or maybe you've been on Pinterest for a while and then all of a sudden these new changes start to come and it changes your traffic and all of that. Yeah, definitely. Idea pins were a curveball. So idea pins are those ones you're talking about that don't have a link. They are Pinterest way of trying to keep users on the Pinterest platform. Obviously, Pinterest makes money by having people on the platform. So having people leave the platform all the time, they wanted to find a way to change that. So Instead of getting down in the dumps about idea pins, use them as a way to create brand awareness. Idea pins are a great way to get follows, and through follows, you're going to be reaching more people. So focus on creating idea pins. Definitely don't shy away from them, but create them in the same way that you're creating. If you're on TikTok or on your Instagram Reels, you can upload that content very easily to Pinterest idea pins, but also take advantage of this feature as a way to show your face your Pinterest audience. Because another thing that Pinterest is really looking for right now is they're looking for the creators to actually connect with the user. Because before now, it was basically like a search platform. You went on and you searched for something and then you found what you were searching for and you left. They want to change that. So they want people to follow you because they like you. They want people to follow you because they connect with you. So they're really looking for users to show their faces, to talk to their audiences. So I always say, treat them as a mix between what you would do on an Instagram story and what you would do on an Instagram reel. Mm. An Instagram reel is all about educating or being funny. And an Instagram story is all about personality and connecting. So you kind of want to merge the two. You obviously want to use it to teach your audience. You obviously want to use it to connect with your audience. And they don't disappear. So don't talk about something that's going to be irrelevant in 24 hours. You know, on Instagram stories, you would share your daily coffee. Don't share your daily coffee because that's going to get really old because it doesn't disappear. Instead, create one idea pin where you're teaching your audience how you personally make your daily coffee or you're sharing with them what your personal daily routine looks like, including that daily coffee. So it's all about thinking about the content in like a long form Instagram story or it's your face, it's a connection, but it's geared towards getting that person to hit the follow button because you're funny or you're friendly or you're entertaining. Those follows are a good thing. So get excited. Don't get down because you can't link it out. Instead, get excited. And when someone follows you, like send them a DM or connect with them and say, I'm so grateful you followed me. Did you really enjoy this content I created? Find out what your audience is interested in and then connect with them in a personal way and they'll still want to go on and read your blog and they'll still want to participate in your business as long as you're connecting with them personally. So don't get down. I got down about them. I was super mad. I was super mad. I was like, why (laughs) would you do this? You've completely ruined what Pinterest is supposed to be for. But I think I've actually seen people getting really good results. And a lot of the clients and the students I work with actually get more outbound clicks from a lot of idea pins that don't actually have an outbound link people are going through to their profile and clicking on their website, Mm. even though there's no link there. People are still following through. They're still wanting to learn more about you. I think even more so because they're actually getting to see your face and hear your voice and know your personality, which is not a Pinterest thing usually. 
I love that. And it's so great because that's another way for you to repurpose your content if you're already creating Mm -hmm. it for TikTok or Instagram. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's more work for you. It's just another way for you to reach that audience. So you can still make your pins and now you can also do your idea pins and just repurpose some of that content that you already have. So I love that. That could be such a great strategy. And since this is fairly new, you can actually grow a lot faster if you are different from other people. So this could be something that's really great. It could, you know, let's turn this into a positive instead of a negative. I yes, love that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Take advantage of it when it's still a new feature. Definitely start now. If you're listening to this, I want you to be straight onto Pinterest after this and uploading your first idea pin. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Just start using the platform in this way. And Pinterest is going to be super grateful and you're going to get the opportunity to grow. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for giving us all this information. I know that you have a Pinterest course. We will make sure to add the link on our website at theoffbeatlife.com and you could just look for Justine's name there and we will have the link to her Pinterest course. Now, if people go and buy your course for Pinterest, what is it that they can expect from it? So my course teaches you basically how to start from just launched your blog to full into um, marketing your blog on Pinterest. So we do talk about in-depth strategies for regular pins, idea pins, uh, shopping pins, all of that. We also talk about scheduling habits, platforms you can use to help like Tailwind and things like that. We talk about group boards, affiliate marketing on Pinterest. If you really want to start promoting your affiliate links, I've got an entire module walking you through just how to make that first affiliate sale on Pinterest. We also have an entire module on converting your Pinterest traffic from Pinterest users to email subscribers and then onto shoppers if you offer products. So it really takes you through each of the steps. We start with like how you're supposed to be pinning and the strategies behind it. Then once you've kind of started to grow your audience on Pinterest, we go straight into, great, now let's get them off Pinterest and like let's get them reading your blog, reading your newsletters. And yeah, let's get them to shop from you, whether that's affiliate links or products that you offer or services that you offer. And then, of course, I've packaged it all up to be able to allow you if you wanted to start working as a Pinterest marketer, if you know, you're trying to blog, but you're not kind of bringing in that money you want yet. But now you're super <laughs> invested in Pinterest. I actually turn around and teach you exactly how to use the same strategies to help clients grow. So if you want either a side hustle of Pinterest uh, marketing, or if you want to go full blown and start growing your own Pinterest marketing agency, the course actually covers that at the end after we've taught you everything. So it's very fun. We update it often. We have a lot of fun in the group, just literally talking about all the wild changes that Pinterest makes and how we can take advantage of them and not fall behind in our Pinterest traffic. Love that. And that's definitely so much information that we need so that we can really grow our business and our blog using Pinterest. So if you guys are interested in that, we will add that into our resources page. So you can check that out at the offbeatlife.com slash remote dash resources. Um, and we will have Justin's Pinterest course right there. Thank you so much, Justin, for being here with us. If our listeners want to get to know you better, where can they find you? So I can be found at justingen.com and I can also be found on Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, all the platforms, Pinterest, especially. Um, my username is always just at justingen. 
you can always find me at Justin Jen um, anywhere you look on the internet, pretty much. Perfect. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. It's been amazing. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Justin. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she travels the world and creates full-time income as a Pinterest marketer. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing, to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at the OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.